There was a really interesting story in the Herald over the weekend about Olsen Filipina. He's still regarded as one of New Zealand Rugby League's greatest ever players. Uh, the curtain came down on his career 33 years ago, and tragically, Olsen was left with nothing financially. Filipina played in the NRL from 1980 to 1987, and here's the interesting thing of the story. He, like a lot of Pacifica, used to give his paycheck to his Samoan father, Alan, who would then give Olsen an allowance to live on. It was a great story because I think it, it really encapsulated what a lot of Pacifica feel um, is their duty to support their families. And there's some very, very high-profile athletes that have done this. On the line with us is Olsen Filipina. Hello, Olsen. Hi. Uh, mate, <laughs> thanks very much for coming on the show with us. Mate, pleasure's mine. It's always good to talk to someone from home. Oh, listen, look, mate. Man, thank it was you. just really, really, it was a really interesting story. Perhaps you can tell us, for those that didn't see it, go back to the start, what used to happen with your paycheck when you started making a real name for yourself in league. Yeah, well, you know, because, you know, I, I'm still in the old old way, you know, you respect your elders, you listen to your parents, and, and that, was, that was basically it. And, um, you know, you, you gave it, that money to your father and, uh, you know, what he did with it was his, and, you know, all I did was, um, yeah, you know, did the normal, you know, I just respected his um, wishes and, and that was that. Now, sadly, Olsen, in this case, because I gather he paid you at sort of a living allowance for, for want of a better term, mate, but I gather that what you didn't realise was that very, very sadly, your father actually had a gambling habit, mate. Yeah, you know, but, but you know, that, that wasn't sort of, uh, you know, what he did with it was entirely up to him. And, you know, there's other other things that sort of contributed to it, you know, with, with the, um, you know, not usually getting paid so much money for playing rugby league, a game that I love and still do, you know, accountants and, you know, I people that... Um, I hardly know and asking for money, friends, and the old extended family. Yeah. So this is a, this is see, Olsen, What what I found really intriguing about the story. It's just such a cultural. There's such a huge cultural divide, you know. And for example, me as a European, if that was happening, and and please don't for a moment think I'm being derogatory of the Pacific culture at all. It's just what it is. But I would say to my dad. Hey, Dad, I love you with all my heart, but this has got to stop. You know, I'm trying to get myself a house. I'm trying to provide for my family, so you're going to be getting less, and that would be the end of it. But you can perhaps explain, in your culture, you just couldn't do that. Is that right? Yeah, like I said earlier, no, I was brought up to respect my elders regardless, and, and that's what I did, and especially your parents, because they were the one that brought you in this world and looked after you, uh, you know, uh, brought you up. Um you know, it, it's, a, it's a shame because, uh, you know, I, I was quite shocked to actually hear that this was sort of still going on in this day and era, and with, especially with the amount of money that's involved in the game now, in, in any game. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, and, and this is the main reason, Olsen, I understand that you and your brother Elf, and a lot of people in Auckland will know Elf, he's an Auckland councillor and an, a leader in the Pacifica community, and, and like yourself, a really good bloke. You and Elf have basically put this out in the public arena that's the main reason, because uh, you, you obviously have concerns for young Pacifica uh, players, whether it's rugby union or rugby league, Olsen, that perhaps much the same thing is happening to them even today, mate. Yeah, that's exactly right, because uh, the, the bloke that did the article, I think it was, I, I was talking to his name, Jackson, and uh, I, I said to him, the first thing I did after I retired from um, playing uh, went to a couple NRL, they call it these days, was I, I spoke to a lot of Polynesian kids and families, and that well, that, that approached me, and they had the same problem because of uh, 
you know, the money they were getting offered. And, um, you know, back in my day and all that, it was like when they were getting, you know, the young ones were getting offered money and the parents were more or less saying like, okay, what do you want them to sign? You know, and, and, and instead of the son saying, no, hang on, no, he needs to make the decision yes. with the parents. So, so also, I mean, that's what I say. It's a great story. You, you're, you're living in Australia now, aren't you? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And you're still, and, and you're still part of the rubbish collection shift. You've been doing that run for thirty years. Yeah, thirty plus years. That they keep telling me that the longest serving garbo and ride or something. <laughs> you know, I just keep keeping on. So, it's yeah, a, it's it, it's a thing that, um, like I explained, that you know, it has to change. And so, I think taking the, um, you know, the responsibility away from the player. With, you know, and getting a uh, manager involved these days, it becomes in between man because nine times out of ten, with the amount of money now, if he gets one on one with his parents, he's going to crumble. End up giving money to his family, whereas he's this is what he's got to he's got to go for his manager. He's got to do it the right way, and like like I said earlier in, in the beginning, you know, and provide for his family, yeah. and you know, stick to what the manager says, and let the parents know X amount here, blah blah. You know, they need to sort things out. Really interesting. Can I just ask you one question before you go? How do you sort things out, though? Would you do it through the church potentially? Would the church, because I know within the Pacific community that's huge, it's talking to some of the pastors in the churches and saying, look, we need to get the parents together to understand you can't do this any longer and the young people need to stand up? Because how does that work? Yeah, the thing is, they need to stand up. They need to change things. Like I said, you know, just a while ago, you know, they got to get a manager. You know, especially when they're, you know, they're signing up so young yeah. and the parents, are, you know, and he's got to find the biggest thing, the problem I find is finding someone they can trust, yes. being away from their parents and being offered so much money. Yeah. You know, and then if he's, you know, the old gut feeling, if he's happy with the, with the manager he's got, he's got to say, okay, look, this is, you know, my parents got to blah, blah, you know, explain to them the situation and they both need to go front the parents so he's not on his own and say, look, such and such is going to X amount. This is how it's going to be divvied, you know, and everything else. And, That's a really good you know, point. And you really need to have that in between, man, because if you leave one on one with the parents, he's just going to crumble and give in. It's a very yeah, good point. It takes away a lot of the stress. Last thing from me, Olsen, is that choosing that manager, therefore, obviously becomes an absolutely crucial thing. Would it be your exactly. experience that if you're in a rugby league team and you're a young man just getting into the side, that if you went to a senior player who you admired, who seemed like a good bloke, and obviously they would have a manager. Do you think most of them would be happy to say, "Yeah, mate, go and have go and have a chat to my manager because he or she is a good is a good yeah. person." You know, that's 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 what it, that's what I need to do. It's see, my mistake was was uh, taking on the accountant back then, which the club had offered me. Yeah. Because not no, you know, and, and you know, that, and that was a sort of like a downfall as well financially and everything else. Yes. You know, that's what teammates are for. If that you know, you know they tend to look after each other, so that's a good uh, guideline to go by. Very, very interesting, Olson. Thanks for sharing your story. I'm sure it'll be really helpful for a lot of people. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Olson. Take care, brother. Thank you very much.